Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today, I'm happy to have Michelle Sims with me. Now, Michelle comes recommended by her CEO as the person to talk to in his organisation, which we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, uh, and, uh, and I've listened to a couple of Michelle's podcasts and, and had conversation with you. And I think um, Michelle is a quality leader and has a lot to, lot, lot to add, I think. Uh, for just a bit about Michelle, actually, indirectly, we're all workmates because we both worked at RSA, Royal and Sun Alliance, back in 1996. I was still there as a regional manager in Australia, uh, and you were operating in the UK as a claims handler, albeit I was okay. in the funds management and finance, <laughs> the insurance side, the life insurance side, but that's, that's beside the point. The fact is, we had the same employer, so that's I feel connected exactly. with Michelle already. Absolutely. So <laughs> over the years, Michelle has worked, worked for Aon, um, Park Insurance, Jelk Insurance Brokers, and then Marsh McClellan. And that's where she currently is. And you're a corporate team leader? Uh, yeah, so I'm a team leader. I'm actually in Marsh Commercial. So we are part of the, the bigger MMC family. Um, but yeah, so I'm a team leader in our centre of excellence in not so sunny Bristol. <laughs> not so sunny Bristol, yes, as mm. <laughs> at this time of the year. So true. So look, Michelle, what I wanted to talk about uh, initially was the fact that, uh, and often talked about on this show, is about leaders, leaders leading from within uh, as one point, and the other point being that let the environment be a reflection of you rather than the leader, like can be a manager being a reflection of the environment. Given it's been quite a quite an interesting environment over the last well, over twenty twenty, so how how have you taken that on board to to lead your team through this uh, what what I call a challenging time? Yeah, good question. Um, yes, it, it was a massive transition. Of course, um, most of us, myself included, we'd not worked from home before. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of bringing the team together when you couldn't see them. So it certainly was um, challenging. Um, do you know what, they've, they've responded to it all just so, so well. Um, we had some quite inexperienced people that had only just joined us, um, but equally they've really risen to the challenge and kind of got on with it. Um, I guess from my point of view, I didn't change massively what I do. I still carried on doing the things that I do and leading the way that I lead. You yeah. just had to do it in a different format. You couldn't see them, so you had to pick up the phone or you'd go on a Zoom call. And, and you know, this type of interaction is pretty much what we do now. We don't have team meetings in person. We have them over the phone and we have them over yeah. Zoom. Um, so yeah, just a, a sort of slightly different concept, really. Um, but it, it doesn't change for me the way I've I've led. It, it's just you're doing it in a different way. And that's right. And so, and the key one point here is that you connect with people. Just the connection is a different yeah. way, and that means you, <laughs> you're focusing on connecting with people. I think we're actually more connected now than when we were in the office. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So we do get on a Zoom every day, and we do have a conversation. Um, we have a sort of a, a daily team meeting and I think we're more connected and even with the sort of wider organisation, you know, whereas initially I think people, oh, I'm not going to video camera, there was this whole taboo, whereas now I think people are responding to that differently and now it's a, it's a nicer way to interact, it's much nicer to have, you would walk into a meeting room and you would be face to face, so why yeah. not walk into a virtual one? 
Um, so I think we've actually risen to that challenge of being connected even more so than we probably were six months yeah, ago, just, nine yeah, months people, ago. I think people do appreciate being connected, particularly because you're still working remotely, probably mm, even more so absolutely. now because uh, UK is more of a lockdown again, I hear. So. Oh, we are the joys. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, although so you wouldn't think on, it when you look em- around. <laughs> so the emphasis is on that, literally. Um, but it, it's funny how you, you get more focused on, on the connectivity where in the office it's 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 you, you sort of take it for granted and sometimes you don't actually connect with people because you take it for granted that oh, I'll bump into them that today but you don't make an effort to it right no absolutely so you might just pass in the office right so you might pass yeah. on the way to the photocopier or but actually what we're doing now is having more meaningful conversations so we're phoning for a purpose that purpose might only be just for a chat for a catch-up yeah. but you're not just going, oh, hi, how are you? And carrying on walking to the photocopier. You're yeah, actually yeah. making that time to have that conversation. And some of my guys, you know, they do live alone. So that interaction for them is absolutely key. I might be the only person they speak to in the day some days. So um, that interaction with the wider group is the, you know, the, the biggest part conversation of their day. They, they might not have had that interaction yeah. so it's even more key now for some people going into the office was their social time so we need to create that albeit in a totally different way that's right that's right and that's it uh, changing environment it, it doesn't mean you change what you do it's just change the context of how you do it absolutely yeah, yeah very much so it, it, it's very interesting but we get that yeah yeah i've had i've had yeah out there coaching in different and having different discussions and it's interesting where people are saying to me that their leader is getting is more conscious of connecting and others say they're not connecting so much i mean it's interesting how it is uh, and the key is to me is if you're doing the, what you're normally doing and doing it the right way then it doesn't change you just keep connecting the way you always connected no sorry not the way you connected but then the emphasis with the attitude that you need to connect, that just continues. Um, but yeah, it's interesting when other people notice it about their leader, means they weren't doing it before. Well, that's it, that's, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's, absolutely. So I like to think my guy. We we had regular gatherings anyway. So, um, but I think this it's definitely improved, and it's improved the quality of it. And sometimes, you know, what we'll just sit on a call and we'll just have a chit chat. That's that, that's okay too. You know, we'll have a quiz on a Friday and. We'll sit around and have a chat afterwards so it's all about that social interaction we can't go out currently as rightly you say yeah. so we can't meet people in person but actually you know friday just gone we had a social on a zoom uh, and you know it went on for an hour and a half i think in the end but the feedback then on monday was like oh my god that was really good so i think people really do need that right now and really absorb that positivity yeah, yeah. And now again, back to connection and connect, connecting with people and understanding what they require. It's not just all work-related, task-focused. It's that added value to me of being aware of their own health and wellness and well-being. And as a leader, you're actually trying to facilitate and, and enable that rather than that's a separate issue. It's part of the issue. It's part of leading people is being conscious of their wellness yeah absolutely 100% and very much so so we you know we will talk about that we're quite focused at Marsh Commercial and obviously the wider Marsh family 
about well-being, about mental health. So that very much does play into it. I'm very aware of it. You know, we hit this second lockdown. Um, it wasn't so, okay, it wasn't great, but it, in the first round of it, at least we were in the summer. So we could finish work. We could sit in our gardens. We yeah. could crack the barbecue open and all that. Now it's yes. dark by four o'clock. Um, there certainly yes, isn't any barbecues. Um, so we've had to shift even that side of it. So I encourage them now to go out at lunchtime. Make sure you get some fresh air at lunchtime yeah. while you've got daylight hours. Because if you don't do that, you could easily go Monday through Saturday morning without leaving the house and without seeing any daylight. So we're very focused on that as well and keep encouraging them to do that. And it's equally as important as them getting the actual day job done. And to me, and, and I'm pleased you said equally important because <coughs> people don't aren't, well, aren't as effective, anywhere near as effective if their wellness um, and their health and that general feeling of being feeling good is not not apparent. So Absolutely. that's the, that's what you've got to create to get the most effective things, the most effective risk, well, input or output really is the word I'm trying to say uh, from people. Yeah. And um, it's about encouraging them yeah. to talk about it as well. So we've created quite an open culture and, and they should feel happy to say, I'm not having a good day today. I, I don't yeah. feel great. This is rubbish. I've not been out of the house. I'm getting really fed up with this. You know, you've got people, myself included, very distanced from our families at the minute. Um, I've not seen my own dad since February. Yeah. Um, and it's all about going, do you know what? This isn't a good day. And, I, and that's okay to do that. So if they need some time out, then I've encouraged it. You know, if they're like not feeling great or something's happened, just having that time out. And if they want to tag that to the end of the day, then that's fine. So I think it's created a better work-life balance for people. So it's not all negative, I wouldn't say. It's mm. just different. It's different in that sense, because when you're saying that, I was thinking like at work, when you have people challenges, it, it could be, uh, well, challenging chemistry, say, between two work colleagues. Absolutely, but yeah. But at home, it, it can be heightened because you could be having a challenging chemistry or some, some argument with your spouse. Is yeah. That, two feet away right so that yeah. so like it becomes a, a whole different type of challenge and more Absolutely. of an upset because when you leave home you actually can leave that well you can let you leave it behind some people choose to others don't uh rightly or wrongly um all those sorts of issues are sort of still with you such so a different type yeah. of of challenge people can have um, very much so and it's all yeah. in the one place exactly as you say we'd all leave home wouldn't we so you'd have that very clear home work divide whether it's um not seeing your spouse or kids or whatever or just having that separate environment whereas it's now it's all very much we're in the same one yeah, yeah. exactly when you when you're in the train going to work or in the car the fact is you've got some time to yourself 100%. Uh, yeah. And now there's no time. And now you, you walk, don't. <laughs> you walk. You walk. Yeah. From the kitchen back to the bedroom, back to the kitchen. Oh, I'm, I'm in the other room that I use as an office and suddenly I'm working. And so there's no break between any of it. Uh, um, no. So that's that to me, what I can gather with, has been a bit of a challenge for different people. Yeah, and I think so. And we've had some of that. I mean, you know, as I said, the guys are looking at the same four walls every day. So it's not even, they're not getting the bus ride or the car ride yeah. or, 
just to totally you know, pop to I, the, where our office was there's a, a massive sort of shopping area so quite a, a lot of people would go and have a bit of retail therapy well now of course we can't even do that at this point but there just isn't that kind of yeah we've almost got to make our own entertainment now so it, it's just it's just different isn't it mm. and I'm pleased you're but saying we're working through it. We, we've got to make our own, our own entertainment rather than yeah it, it, to me it's a we rather than they're making their own entertainment individually. It's we are doing it. So it's it to me. It shows the way you lead, and it's, it's the way you lead people. It becomes a team mentality that we're all yeah, in this together. So how do we help each other? As you mentioned, yeah. the social aspects and all those things, and what we can do to keep that that team going, given it's a bit fragmented uh, in a physical yeah. way, but you probably may be stronger in a uh, more mental way. More yeah, way and it's that sense, yeah. 100%. We've been massively focused on that. And actually, in the last sort of week or so, it's it's really come into its own. Um, obviously, we've spoken about my car accident and stuff, but downstairs, the lounge is full of um, flowers because they've all, what I've given to them over the time, they've then given to me in the sense I kept having little deliveries of things. So, um, you know, they were all amazing when I wasn't feeling great, kept checking on me. So, yeah. I kind of thought, you know what, I must be doing something right because they reached out uh, a few days. It wasn't great for me and it was kind of really sweet. So yeah. and it, so it works both ways. So I've been looking out for them, making sure they're okay. But actually, when I wasn't feeling great, it equally came back. So it's kind of like tantamount to the strength of our team, really. Yeah, and for our listeners to know that, uh, Michelle, we, we delayed the recording of this podcast. Michelle had a head-on car accident. And luckily she's unscathed, um, but still yeah. have to, it does take time to actually get over those those things, uh, those traumas. So that's what she was talking about there. And look, um, Michelle, so when we're saying and we're talking about leadership, what's one thing that you do with yourself to help lead the people, like lead in any environment, just leading people in general? What's What's probably your number one mantra you do with yourself? Okay, I've always been very passionate about looking after me for a start. So I kind of think, well, I, I need to look after myself to make sure that I can, I've then got the strength, so mentally yeah. and physically, of course, to look after others. So whatever leadership role I've done, I, I do take time for myself now. So I get up every morning, I do all my fitness in the morning, and that just sets me up for the day. So because I then feel mentally strong. Yeah, yeah. I feel that I can deal with the challenges of the day. Um, so that's always something I've looked after. Um, it's sort of internally, if you will. So it, I'm quite passionate about that. Yeah, that's, that's um, very important. Yeah, yeah Sorry, and creating that time for myself. So it's, it's me. I can't leave the house right now, but actually... Uh, my daughter's not awake at that point. That's just me. So whereas yeah. I used to have my time on the bus, which was my me time to travel into work. Yeah. Now my me time is no one else owns me at six o'clock in the morning. I've got no <laughs> expectations of work. No one's bug bugging me, bothering me for anything. That's kind of my time. And that's my my holistic time to look yeah. after me. And yeah. then that strives yeah. me to be yeah. strong for the day. And that's and look, that's that's a very important point, is that to me, leadership's about leading yourself first looking after yourself first and you had you you said it quite aptly to have the strength to lead people put the proper energy into leading people then you've got to build that that energy up levels up to yourself that's why you've got to have time to yourself 
time to reflect, time to energize, exercise, whatever it is, because yeah. leading people takes energy. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it for me, it does literally come from within. I noticed it after the accident. I was like, I, I genuinely didn't feel like I had the energy to deal with that. So I, yeah. I, I have learned from that, that actually looking after me, I, I had to listen to my body for those few days and let it do what it needed to do, let it rest. And then I've been able to get back into it. Um, so yeah, for me, I feel better for, for self-nurturing to then tackle the challenges of whatever's coming yeah. my way. And self-nurturing is uh, very important in self-leadership. It's, it's that own, maintaining your physical and mental well-being, as well as having your own self-discipline to do what good leaders do rather yeah, than just yeah, yeah. face a day and bend, bend, go with the breeze, so to speak, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and that's getting back to being in control and have the environment being a reflection of you rather than you reflecting, being a reflection of the, the environment. The other way around, yeah. Okay. I've also been quite sort of rigid with my time as well, I guess. So um, the kind of leading up to the start of the day, I've, I've considered yeah. that my time. I don't mind working a little bit past the, the, the core hours um, but equally, it's that there needs to be a cut off to that. So I'm not a fan for still going on till nine, ten o'clock. Just because it's here, it doesn't mean I'm going to work both ends and burn the, the candle That's both right. ends. So I kind of go, okay, well, the morning slot, I get up. That's my time, and I'll start. And then learning to take a break, and it's okay to step away from the screen. You don't have to feel that I've got to sit here for ten hours and not move. Mm. Um, and then literally having that that cut off time where you then create your evening time and there still needs to, for me there needs to be that segregation very true very true well, on that note michelle i think we've got uh, we've run out of time now and uh, i can see marsh mccollum who are very good in commercial marsh uh, commercial who are very good insurance brokers so, so she's got people, people looking after folks on the accident side of things here so that's that's a good sign. So look, on, on that, look, thanks thanks for um, being a guest on our show today, uh, Michelle. Oh, thanks and for having me. I can Thank see you. why your CEO suggested you. Uh, Anthony no pressure, right? You, when I the thought, CEO. Yes, I can see. He's one of his <laughs> one of his star pupils, so to speak, because he's a leader oh, of you. he's a he's a quality person, quality leader. So look, thanks again, thanks Michelle, for joining us and. Uh, Thank you, viewers, for listening in to the, our latest podcast. And until next time, bye for now.